0: Hey guys, what the fuck is up? It's Billy, and welcome back to No Bleeps. When I tell you guys I've had a crazy, insane couple of days trying to do taxes and adult, it has been stressful. And my mom and I were literally just on FaceTime. She was like, go get a glass of wine because you need it. And it's just hard. And I don't understand why they don't teach this type of stuff in school. Like, I just think it's super important that they teach Kids, how to do their taxes, and so when they're an adult, it's not like, wait, what? Because I didn't even know that there was like a limit on how much money you could transfer out of your savings account into your checking account, literally until yesterday. And I'm just like, why don't they tell you these things? Why I didn't know these things? And like, thank God I have my mom to ask like all these questions to. It's just I I don't know what I would do if I didn't have a lifeline like that. Because between calling the bank, calling the IRS, trying to make sure I'm doing everything right, it's just hard. And I know everyone is like, oh, you should probably get a tax person. But honestly, you guys, like, I don't know. That sounds expensive to have a tax person when I can do it myself. It's just a little harder. And yeah, it would probably be more convenient. But also, I don't know. Like, I think it would just be just as much work because then I'd have to like really, really make sure that I have everything and like I'm constantly in a communication with sending them all the stuff that like I'm writing off and stuff that I'm it's just it seems like a mess um but I'm trying to be more organized for next year because this year was kind of crazy but anyways I just wish that they would teach you these types of things in school but we have got a lot of stuff to talk about because James Charles and David Dobrik are in serious, serious heat right now. And everyone is talking about them. And I feel like over the last year or so, people have been building up this just, I don't want to say like hate, but they just like have been building up this like, Hmm, I don't know about them. And finally, now that Trisha and H three are coming out and they're saying, We do not like David. We do not like James. And these are the things that they're doing. They have created a major audience of people that are like opening their eyes and really being like, wait a minute, these are not good people. Because I talked about it last year. I talked about the stuff that went on with James Charles. I talked about David and his vlogs and Seth coming out and nobody cared. Nobody was like, let these people, you know, have serious repercussions, like these people need to get in trouble. Everyone was just kind of like, it's okay, like it's fine, like it's no big deal, Seth is clouchy saying. But now everyone is taking Seth seriously. They're taking these accusations against James Charles seriously. Everyone is taking everything so seriously. And I do think a big part of that is like Trisha and H3, you know, they have a massive platform and they are really speaking to the masses here and people are really listening and really responding to what they're saying. And I just think that plays a really big part in why everyone is suddenly like things need to happen. These people need to take accountability and it doesn't help because there are things that are going on and... David and James, in their separate situations, are just carrying on with life as if it's completely normal and fine and there's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to freak out about. Like, they are being normal. I mean, James did come out with an apology, but I just made a video because James was liking tweets that were against the person that called him out. So specifically in this James Charles situation, there was a 16-year-old, we talked about it last week, that came out on TikTok, said that James Charles was allegedly sending him inappropriate photos of himself and wanted photos in return from the 16-year-old. James says that he was under the impression that this person was 18 years old because this person told him that they were 18 years old. James, being 21, is an adult in this situation. And legally, it is illegal for you to be doing this with a minor. Even if they are lying to you about their age, it is still illegal because you as the adult are responsible for making sure that who you are talking to is actually who and you know the age that they are saying that they are. So in this situation, James is at fault. And obviously there are people that are like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for James. Like this person lied to him and that just sucks. And he just wants to find love. And people keep lying to him. People keep trying to get, you know, clout off of trying to lie to him and trick him. And then they think that they're going to get famous off of that. And I'm just like, that's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know anybody that has gotten clout from a situation like this. This person had to delete their social media. So this is just something that I I just can't even process but the fact that this is the second time that someone has come out about something with James Charles and Snapchat and allegedly receiving photos like this and then being like you know I'm not I'm not that age I'm not 18 I'm not an adult and James was like, oh my gosh they lied about our age it's it's like why is this happening again and I think that's also why people are so angry they're like why does this keep happening again James why does this keep happening again? And like I said last week, I just think it's because he's reckless. He doesn't think he's going to be in trouble like he was in the past for by sister. Nothing could be as bad as by sister was. So I don't think that he is worried about people trying to take him down again. Because all the people that called him out the first time, Tati, Shane, Jeffrey, they're all super silent right now. They're all, you know, in hiding or, you know, Jeffrey is like trying to stay out of drama kind of because of all the stuff that's going on with him and Shane and Tati all that. I think he's just trying to keep his brand afloat at this point and like put out as many products as he can. So he's staying out of this one. But it is just ridiculous that James was liking things against the person that came out because he did come out with an apology. And James was saying things like, you know, shame on me he was taking accountability. This is something that should not have happened again. And that he needs to be more careful and he needs to check IDs. And I don't think that he was checking IDs because I don't think he think that he had to because he doesn't think that anyone would ever cancel him the way that they did with my sister. So he doesn't need to be careful in his mind. But I, I did not know. I think a lot of people are just like, was that apology even real? Were you even, you know, saying for real that you were taking accountability or are you still like, they lied to me? They lied to me. How could they do that to me? As if like it wasn't your fault in the slightest uh, now that he's liked these tweets. So I'll read you guys what tweets he actually liked. And it was from this account that said, at James Charles, y'all please help me get this out. And it says, didn't think I'd be saying something about this James Charles scandal has gone too far for once. I'm on James side because about two years ago, I spoke to the same guy who's from blank and And he added me randomly off of Snapchat one day. And like a regular person, I slid on his story and asked who he was. He never replied until later that night by sending explicit photos of himself in the shower. I told him to chill because I didn't know him. And he proceeded to send me pictures saying he was drunk and acting crazy that night. Like any person I had asked... For his age and he said he was 17 so me being 17 as well i thought nothing of it so we continued to snap that night it lasted around three months and he would always use the same excuse that he was drunk or high every time he'd send me pictures and after that while he posted on his story wishing a happy birthday to his friend who had just turned 15 i got suspicious because who would be friends with someone that much younger than them And I changed my Snapchat user and messaged him and asked for his age again, and he admitted to being 14, so I ignored him and didn't speak to him ever again but he would constantly send me snaps and messages and I asked him after a while why did he lie about his age and he never responded. He chose to unadd me and it was crazy because he does this all the time. Many people have seen some of my videos or comments and have spoken up that he has private stories where he claims so many men message him and he's baiting them. And people from his school have gone through the same experience as well with him. It's not just James's fault. This man lies way too much. His age wasn't in his bio at all whatsoever about four days ago when he he came on my For You page, which was around the same time he was messaging his friend and James at the same time. He set up James, and it's scary that people don't believe James. So that is what James Charles liked on Twitter, which definitely is just like, okay, so now you're just making it seem like this person lied to you. This person lies often, and it was a scheme. But it's like, James, even if this person lied to you, it's still illegal for you to be sending stuff to this person that is allegedly inappropriate. And uh, it's just, it's a mess. And I think him returning back to making normal YouTube videos and posting on his Instagram story like normal is really making people upset. Also, James is nominated for a Kids' Choice Award. And the nominations came out last year, but people finally like decided that they were going to make it an issue now because of obviously all the stuff that's come out. And rightfully so, the people are a little confused and upset. They're like, why is James nominated for a Kids' choice award when he is allegedly Snapchatting a kid and they're coming out and saying, hey, this is what happened. And so not only that, but David Dobrik is also nominated in the same category as James and people are very upset about it. They're like, why the heck is David nominated for a kid's choice award when his content is not for kids? And You know, there are people that are nominated for the Kids' Choice Awards that do not make kid-related content, like a lot of actors and actresses are nominated, and they don't make 100% kid-friendly content. But the point is here that David is not only making adult content, but the content that he is, you know, portraying on his vlogs is also being called out as racist and appropriate. People are saying that it's assault. And so this situation is it's much bigger than just people being upset that he doesn't make kid content. And, you know, Trisha and H three have continued to grow their audience of people to understand why David is not a good person, why James is not a good person. And so every single time there is something with James on the internet, anytime there's something with David on the internet right now, it is just fueled with negativity because of everything that's going on. And I mean, When Scott came out with this video, so Scott, a current Vlog Squad member, he is an investor in David's company. He literally has David tattooed on his body, which certainly doesn't help when Trisha calls him a cult because he's, they're saying like, oh, he's branded people. Like Corinna has a tattoo that says David's vlogs and yeah, so it doesn't help their case that they're a cult by having them all be like branded with something about David, but Scott came out with a video where he said a lot of stuff and he basically was trying to say that Seth was down to do those pranks that David is getting called out for, which is the prank where they told Seth that he was going to be making out with Corinna. She was going to be wearing a mask on her face and they were going to be making out. And, They were going to prank him by swapping Corinna for Jason. And Jason was the one that was going to be making out with Seth without his knowledge. And, you know, at the time when the video came out, everyone was very like, ha ha, so funny. And now Seth has come out and he's saying that that event was actually so traumatizing to him. And a lot of people are finally being sympathetic towards Seth. And he's spoken on the H3 podcast and Church and Ethan have come out and taken his side and talked about the situation because obviously he's saying that this event really did hurt him. And for people to not take that seriously, it honestly is just, it's hurtful for a lot of people. So... When Seth was talking about this, he was just like, you know, everyone was goofing on each other in the friend group. We all played pranks on each other. and Seth didn't have anything wrong with it. He alluded to the fact that Seth gave permission to David to have the prank done to him again. But... Um, On the podcast that H3 did where he interviewed Seth, said said that he was asked if he wanted to do the prank again. He said he said no a bunch of times and David was like, not going to take no for an answer. And Scott is saying that there's footage of Seth saying yes to doing the prank again. A lot of people are just like, you know, he kept saying no, so him saying yes was pressured and this situation has just gotten out of hand because Scott had released a text message video and he put it, he put it in his video and it was of David going through his text messages with Seth and Seth saying that he was down to do the prank a third time. And basically Scott was like, I mean, hey, like he wanted to do those pranks. Look at them. He, he wanted to do the prank for a third time. But the the issue is, even if he wanted to do the prank the third time, he was giving consent for the prank to do a third time. The first time, let's go to that. He never was giving consent to having, you know, this this kiss swaps prank situation. He never gave consent for Jason to kiss him. He never did that. And the second time, it's unclear. And a lot of people are like, you can't, you know, pre give consent to an event that you don't even know about. So that's a whole thing in itself. And I also just think Jason is a big part of this. I know everyone is talking about David a lot, but the the kissing was with Jason. Jason did kiss him. And David set this prank up for sure. That is so fucked up. He, this should not have been something that grazed his mind as a funny prank. And Obviously, they are both guilty in this situation. Honestly, a lot of the Vlog Squad members, Corinna, she was there for this. She was in on the prank. Dom came out with a video, said he was in on this prank. He knew what was going to be happening to Seth. I think there are a lot of other people that also need to be talked about and questioned because these other people allowed this to happen as well. And I mean, Jason is the one that physically did kiss Seth. That is just, I just, I'm... I don't know what is funny about this in their minds. I don't know who decided this was going to be the best prank ever. This was going to be so great, so funny, but it's clearly traumatized Seth. And the fact that no one has spoken out from the vlog squad about this, that is a current member is saying a lot to people. And it's saying a lot to people in the fact that they are like, we do not want to support these people if they're not going to be taking someone's trauma seriously, and also in that same note, it's just like when Scott comes out and he says things like, oh, well, you know, Seth seemed to have a lot of fun in those videos. He had a lot of fun in that vlog. Like he was down into the prank again. It's just like, uh, is that what you all think? Like, especially for David to send him a clip of his text messages with Seth. It's like, they're all trying to discredit Seth, you know? And it's just... I think they should worry less about discrediting Seth's story. If they want to believe that Seth is a cloud chaser and he's trying to cloud chase off of this type of situation, that says a lot about them. And that's saying a lot to audiences. That's saying lots of subscribers. That's saying a lot to people. And people do not want to be supporting that type of mentality. And David is just not saying anything. H3 and Seth, they apparently were hit with like a lawsuit threat, H3 said on the front of me's podcast that David did threaten to sue them, so they came out about that lawsuit uh, being a potential thing, and I believe that is why David isn't really speaking out. It's definitely not good for him to stay quiet post on all of his social medias. Like nothing is going on. He's giving away cars. He's making TikToks. He's making Instagram stories, doing a video with Charlene D'Amelio. He's acting like everything is good, fine and dandy, and everything is totally normal when it's actually not normal. And everything is really just going downhill for him. And I think lawyers and publicists are probably saying, don't talk about it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because if he has a case of some sort, they don't want him to be speaking because it could affect the case. But it's definitely affecting his image. I mean, people are calling on sponsors to not work with him anymore. And I don't understand why he can't just be like, hey, I'm sorry I made that video. I'm sorry to Seth. I'm sorry that this occurred. That in itself would have really just made things go away. But I think he believes that if he had spoken out, it would have been a big situation and, and people would have gotten upset. People would have been like, what's going on? What's David apologizing for? And then looked it up and then been upset and then been like, what the heck? But if you're sorry, you're sorry. You don't need to be like, I'm sorry, but I can't say it because I don't want to get in more trouble than I'm already at. What type of fucking mentality is that? If you're sorry, freaking say you're Sorry. Or at least go to Seth and apologize to him. Talk it out to him privately. But this situation now, it's like, not only do you have to address it to Seth, but you got to talk to the public about why the fuck you were silent because people are not understanding and people are getting more and more angry at this silence. And... The ignoring of the situation. You know David knows about the situation. You know he's aware if he's threatening lawsuits on people talking about it. And if he is going through his text messages with Seth to see if there's something that Seth said that would help him out, help his case out. Something that Scott mentioned in his video to kind of be like, well, Seth did this, so he's clearly not a good person, was that he had shared Um, revenge porn of another Vlog Squad member, Aaron. Now, I must say that Seth says that he did not share what would be considered revenge porn. He said that in the video he shared, you couldn't see anything at all like no nudity was shown and he wasn't the original one to post it. It was already shared online by someone else, an ex-boyfriend of Aaron's. He was not the one to like release this video, leak this video, blackmail her with this video. That was not something that had occurred on his part. But the reason why he shared that was because when he was calling out members of the vlog squad last summer, he included the video because Aaron was saying the N word in that video. And he wanted people to see it and hold her accountable for saying that word. And when Scott mentioned it in his video about the situation that's going on and about all the stuff with Seth, he did not mention what she said and why he shared it. He just was kind of like, well, Seth shared this video of Aaron, obviously just trying to damage his character so that people would be like, wow, like... Seth is not a good person cloud chasing on David Dobrik. Like, this is ridiculous. We're all talking about David Dobrik and Seth is out here cloud chasing. Like, I think the thing to realize is that it, it's just no matter what or how or who Seth might be in front of the camera, behind the scenes, whatever what happened to him what happened to him did happen and it happened on camera and it was aired to millions and millions of people and there's a clip of david and jason recounting this prank on their podcast and the way they're describing it is just horrific and a lot of people have pointed it out and they're just like i don't i don't like this at all like they're saying that oh my gosh like how funny is it going to be because he's a black man he's from Uh, South Central LA and people are going to just like get him for being in this video and saying that two guys together is something that doesn't go over well where he's from and it's going to be so bad for him to be in this video and there's so many things wrong with them thinking that way and them specifically picking seth to do this prank with because of where he comes from and the values of the people around him and how they might react and treat him afterwards seeing him being in a prank like this like no fucking wonder he was traumatized after the situation It, it, it wasn't just that they didn't ask for his consent to do this prank it was everything else the meaning behind it everything else was just so fucked up about it and For them to not talk about it, them to not come out and speak about it. It's just like, no shit. People aren't letting up. There's articles upon articles and articles coming out about this situation. The situation has spread. And if David had come out and just been like, I'm sorry, Seth. Like, I'm sorry we did this prank. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I think it really would have helped. He did come out on his podcast last year and say that he made jokes and things that he did not like. And he just wanted to, you know, be funny and entertaining to people. But he did that on his podcast. And not a lot of people are going to listen to his podcast except for his diehard fans who are already going to be like, Oh my God, David, it's okay. It's fine. But, Like, he didn't come out and do it publicly for a reason. Like, he didn't want it to be, like, this big mainstream situation. Obviously, it is this big mainstream situation now because of his silence. And I understand if he's tied because he can't talk legally, but he's got to understand that the silence is not going to help his image. Like, even if he goes to court and sues H3 and sues Seth for what they said about him, people are still going to look at that video and be like, this was fucked up and you never came out and you never addressed it. That is, that's the thing. I think if David comes out of this and like wins whatever defamation lawsuit he wants to, you know, allegedly throw on H3 and Seth and anyone else who's talking about him, I really think that even if he won, people would be like, okay, but like you're still shitty. At least with the mentality right now that people have, I think that is the reaction that he will get taking them to court. I think just people value being straight up and just owning your shit these days. It's kind of just like, are you going to change? Do you actually think you did anything wrong, first of all? That is the thing. If you don't think that you did anything wrong, then your apology is not going to come through across the screen as authentic. And I mean, maybe that's why James Charles did a notes-up apology, because he didn't exactly feel super regretful about what he did but I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know allegedly but you know David not speaking out I definitely think is really hurting him and for Scott to come out and speak on his behalf a lot of people were saying that maybe Scott was asked by David to come out and address the situation on his behalf but I'm really not sure about that I think that they were probably all shit talking the situation in a group chat or something allegedly you know this is just my opinion And David like sent that clip, like, look at these text messages that Seth sent me, like, look at them, he he gave consent a third time. And everyone in the group shop was like, oh my God, oh my God, David, you need to share that, you need to share that, like, like, people were gonna be like, oh my God, he is cloud chasing, he did this all for clout. And Scott was probably like so worked up and was like, I'm gonna get on camera, I'm gonna get on camera, I'm gonna get on camera, I'm gonna make a video. And they were all like hyping each other up like, yo, this is it. This is what's going to change everyone's mind. And then Scott posted the video and he got a bunch of hate, had to take it down. And they're probably back to just being like, ah, shit. Yeah. Like that was a mistake. That video was a mistake. He went out there. He victim blamed. He victim shamed. He did everything under the sun. It was very hurtful to a lot of people. And the words that he was using, a lot of people were saying that they were traumatized by what he said because... Just him not taking someone who's saying they're a victim seriously was extremely hurtful to the audience that watched it. And I mean, it's just clear that they probably thought that they were all going to get like off the hook for this Seth situation because of Seth being like, if you clout me up, like I'll do this prank a third time. A lot of people were saying that they feel like that was Seth taking the power back um, because that is something that some people do if something happens to them. They want to take power back in a situation and be like, okay, like, I'm down to do it again because it's like on their turns, they're the one that are coming up with this like idea that they want to do it again. They feel like more in control when in reality, it's just kind of to cope with things that they didn't have control over, which would be like the first and second prank. So it's just this whole thing is very, very difficult to just... I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I don't know. Because something needs to happen soon because this just keeps getting out of hand. The silence is getting out of hand. And Trisha keeps hinting that there's this big article that's coming out. And insider journalists keep hinting that there's this big article that's going to be coming out about the vlog squad, members of the vlog squad, things that are coming that they did. People are saying that happened to them while they were hanging out with the vlog squad. It is insane. It's insane. Like the things that I'm hearing are going to be in this article. I'm like, oh my God, you guys, like this isn't even half of it. So it's just like, oh my God. It's, it's truly insane that this is all occurring and this is all happening. And I hope they can come out and talk about it because if this goes on much longer, it just, it's just not going to be good. So oh man I want to know how you guys feel about this situation if you guys are listening on YouTube let me know in the comments below I love every single one that streams this podcast like on Apple and Spotify wherever you get your podcast that is like it just like means the world to me and you guys message me and you guys tell me that you listen to this podcast in your car and your way to work and all this stuff and I'm like I can't believe it like thank you guys so much seriously um but on the topic, I bought this months ago before, you know, this current story has come out. But this freaking David Obrick, uh, the $100,000 puzzle, you guys, there is a deadline for this puzzle. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but David came out with a puzzle that is honestly a little controversial because people feel like he was selling lottery tickets basically to children through a puzzle. So if you put this puzzle together and you take a picture of it with your phone, you can like it's a QR code that's what the puzzle is and it's really hard to put together and once you put it together and you take a picture of it you like put in the code that you got when you bought the puzzle and it came in your box and like it tells you what amount of money you won so you can win like 25 cents to like five dollars ten dollars to a hundred thousand dollars and no one has won the prize yet and there's a deadline like you have to put the puzzle together by the end of this month for it to like still be valid and I haven't put it together yet and you guys, there's a lot of pieces and it looks really hard. I've heard it's really hard and I don't want to do it. But I'm going to try to do that right now. Imagine if I fucking won. Be like, hand over that money, David. Hand over the money. There goes your lawyer money. Just kidding. Like, David is so rich. That's probably like nothing to him. Oh, I'm just like looking at this bag of puzzle pieces, you guys. And I want to cry. Oh, can some, like, are there professional, like, puzzle people that, like, could come and put this together for me because... I, oh, there's two pieces that are like already put together. I'm just scared you guys. Like I'm not good at these types of things and I don't know how this is gonna go. So I'm going to put this puzzle together. I'll let you guys know if I actually do complete it because I'm a little worried that I won't and that I have the winning puzzle or something. Oh God, that's a lot of pieces. But I love you guys so much and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.